You were just going to sit here in what silence? What are you laughing at? <laughs> you were just going to sit here in silence? I was, I was confused. Why were you laughing? No one said anything funny. Because there was an awkward like silence in the room. And then I look over and you were like angrily smiling. I was No, I was reacting to we're your here. maniacal laugh. We're here. We are? Mm-hmm. And who are you? I'm Jay, I'm and Ray. I'm gay, and I'm Ray, and he's also gay. I am. Abs- I'm actually not gay. <laughs> but well, and we know. are. He said. He said. Uh, it's Tuesday, yes. and I'm exhausted. Okay. And but I'm well, here. Well, for most of these folks, it's Wednesday. Oh yeah, you're. We're in your ears, and it's Wednesday. But <laughs> just so you know, we are recording, and it's Tuesday. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, f- phonetic, um, sounder outer. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> How was your week? Well, my last, the last seven days have been magical. So, oh, magical. Oh, absolutely. Wait, like, wait, what's today? I'm trying to work my way back. Tuesday, Tuesday. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, magical. Okay, All right, I see it. Magical. I see the magic. Okay. There's no science here. It's magical. Magic. Okay. Going. Like some Las Vegas magic type <laughs> shit. Like magical. Like David Blaine? Like David Blaine, bitch. Okay. Like Puff the Magic Dragon magical. Oh. Um, But yeah, last Tuesday we saw Beyonce in Canada. Which they already know. And then we came back here. We jumped on this pod right quick. Uh-huh. Um, And then Thursday we were blessed with Beyonce and Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> um, and I got my entire life. Um, Ray proceeded to videotape me on multiple occasions, um, catching the Holy Ghost. You videotaped Um, me too, but I haven't seen those videos yet. Oh, I have them. I saved them on Snapchat because I wanted good, I wanted good lighting. Oh. Um. Is that the trick? mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You better learn, bitch. (laughs) I'm learning right now. Um, and then, yeah, and the Friday I was exhausted, hung over, and just did not want to be at work. Um, came home and like fell the hell asleep um, on the sofa, and then Saturday we saw Jesse J. So it was just was like a musical magical moment for me. How was your week, Ray? Um, it was good. I mean, I did a lot of the same things you did. Obviously, oh, I didn't know you were there. <laughs> when you listen back, you'll realize that I'm definitely was here. You just weren't paying attention to any of my reactions to what you were saying. <laughs> um, but my week was it was oh the alcohol yeah okay um, it, it was it was a good week. I mean, I have to say that you know I was telling Matt earlier that um, we, but then you clarified um, that I could not speak for you, but I felt very official. Oh, you did being able to have video and um, photographic evidence of seeing Beyonce in two separate countries. Oh, excuse me, ta ta, okay, ta ta, ta ta, ta ta. Okay, Bitch it was got stamps on his. Um passport (laughs) yes the passport um but it was an experience and it was nice to be able to kind of do the one show um where you know maybe you're taking a little bit more um video and pictures and then the second show where you kind of um had more of a chance to let loose and we'll i'm sure get into that a little bit later yeah um but other than that 
Um, I think that my um, preparation for joining the cast of My 600-Pound Life is going very well. Um, So there's that. Um, The clothes in my closet are telling me that I'm really on the right track if that's the end goal. Um, so shady as fuck. So there's that. How are you going to shade your waistline? I mean, if, if... if I can't be shady to myself, I shouldn't be here every week being shady to other people. Ain't that the truth? You be shady as fuck to me. So that you know, it's it's been a struggle. We're gonna we're gonna try to figure that whole like weight and exercise thing it's out commitment, eventually. Bitch. It's commitment. Um, but you know, the past we know. Few, the past few weeks has not been it. No, we go to Nashville on a swift yes, week we and do. a half. And God only knows what we're going to eat while we're Fried there. Fried chicken. And then you just dragged me to a place for dinner tonight where um, oh, I was yeah, eating it was vegetables. Good. It was good. Masquerading as other things. Yeah, it was like vegan burger place. It was good. I hate it when when like things that are not cool try to masquerade as something that is Well, cool. it was better than going to like a burger place. I mean, I guess. But yeah. Depends on your definition of better. Bitch. <laughs> okay, so let's just dive into these topics because oh, we got lots of things to talk about. We're I feel like week. it's going to be a longer episode because I, don't think so. I feel like no. We have last lots week of words. was an hour and a half. Is not going to be that long. I can tell you, it's okay. not going to be that long. God be our witness. <laughs> All right, so we're going to dive into keeping up with the Carters, which oh Ray gosh. and I have discussed. This <sighs> potentially could be the last of dun, the segment dun, dun. until the next moment from Beyonce. Or Jay-Z. So we might have to retire this. Um, but I think we're going to go out with a bang. And we're going to discuss On the Run 2. As Ray mentioned, we saw them in Canada A. And also the US of A. Canada A. Uh, here in Seattle. <laughs> um, so I want to hear your opinion first, Ray, on the shows. My opinion about what? Specifically. Like your emotion. Like what you thought about the show. Overall? Yes. So, overall, the show was amazing. Um, You know, there was a lot of... um, A lot of the set list and vocal arrangements um, were actually from On The Run, which makes sense because it was entitled On The Run 2 and not like something else. Um, But I I have to say that um, there's a couple things. The staging is really what made the show for me. Absolutely. And um, it wasn't better than Formation World Tour because Formation World Tour, um, I mean, Beyonce just, uh, that staging blew my mind. She scalped us. That monolith. And it, yeah, we were baptized. It was, <laughs> literally, she was kicking water in our faces. Um, but that thing, and it was a screen, but it, and it, it was, but it was like a, a Are box. You Formation World Tour? And then and like it turned, the and then it opened up, and then like it was just amazing. And then that's like, the wrong tour. Babe. They had the water and all that stuff. So I mean, I'm just like comparing. But then with this tour, it was actually also really amazing because the screens. Um, were, I don't know, maybe six stories high. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did some opening and closing. And um, the really cool part was that the main stage, um, several times, lifts mm-hmm. and then moves down a catwalk mm-hmm. and then goes meow. back. So it's just like really, really, it was, it, the staging was really cool. And you didn't it hear also, me say meow? I did. I was oh. ignoring you. You say that a lot. Because I'm a cat. I mean, I'm sure people laughed out there, but 
It's not funny to me anymore. I mean, I'm just being honest. Okay, bitch. What happened on the catwalk? So, <laughs> do my little dance on the catwalk. What do you know about that song? How old were you when that came out? Like 511 years. Mm, okay. Go ahead, bitch. <laughs> um, but beyond the staging, also just the um, chemistry. Not only say chemistry, but. Um, the interaction between the Carters was different on this tour and it was um, very noticeable that um, on the f- last on the run it was almost a little bit more adversarial as far as like, the way that they were performing whereas this was like almost completely insane. I don't live in an adversary <laughs> I know no one does what does that mean? <laughs> you need to look the word up oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> It was almost like they were battling each other. Oh, okay, or like they okay. were, you know what I mean, competing yes. in a way on a first tour that they were not on the Carter World I'm trying Tour. Trying to find all the words. In that one <laughs> so word. that was actually really refreshing to see them kind of. It, it, it felt like they were connecting in a different way, which you know, I mean, the shit is staged, but still, it just seemed very different because these big ass screens, these six story screens, like there were lots of times where you could really see them like close up, the mm-hmm. way they're looking at each other. She was rapping his lyrics. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was singing hers, no, which I didn't was. notice because I wasn't really looking at him very much. Apparently. Um, but overall, the tour was amazing. Or the show was amazing. Yeah. Oh, the catfish, though, was that Khalid did not show up to either of those dates. No, he sure didn't. He and said, people did not. And it, it, there was no notification that was sent out. He said another one. <laughs> so some people were kind of like, oh, I'm not at another one. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, we would stalk Khalid and see, like, that he was in a completely different city. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, I didn't miss him. He's fucking Meet the, girl. the worst. Meet you, the girl. Oh, my God. When he was on the On the Run tour. Yeah. And he would play, like. 25 30 second uh-huh. snippets of each song you were mad yeah i was ready to like hang myself like right Ooh. there that's not no that's not good i know but what did you think of i the was show? waiting bitch i thought i was gonna have to spoon feed <laughs> you, you had to like, wait for me to ask you okay, i mean this is your t- show too i was thought i was gonna have to spoon feed say your you pod like an old bitch, bitch in a nursing home bitch um, never i feel as though so would you this, put me in a nursing home depends on your illness or would you take care of me depends on your illness oh um oh is that right uh-huh i might hire somebody to handle i mean you wouldn't in. change my diapers fuck no I, you you see me gag okay I, so after we've been together for 30 years you would not change my diaper i would hire somebody Wait, how old i can't I even pick up together for 30 years that's not realistic because we were pretty young when we got together okay so I'm if we've been about, together for 50 okay. years you wouldn't change my diapers it depends. Uh, get it? It depends. <laughs> um, so my opinion on the tour. So I did something Bitch. different with this um, this tour. And typically, when Ray and I go on to see concerts, we make a setless playlist in a streaming service to kind of get an idea of what they're going to sing and like get a vibe and know like where we are in the show, so that we can strategically plan when to leave to avoid traffic well this show i did not make a playlist and i did that purposefully because i wanted to i wanted to truly experience the show like we did back in the day this is what you thought of the show i'm giving them a preference you told them about formation world tour (laughs) let me tell them about what i do okay i mean you said come some kind of stage okay bitch with water and and a monolith and all that shit that's what i'm saying um go on so i wanted to experience the show like we used to do back in the day when we didn't know what they were gonna sing we just experienced oh that's my song oh i hate this song oh yes ma'am yes so i did that on purpose so that was a 
new for me and I think I might do that for Beyonce shows from here on out because I feel like I was able to really be surprised and enjoy the moment um, and not feel like annoyed what your phone just buzzed on the table oh I didn't hear it well I did uh, oh, I it was, felt it it was a Wall Street journal okay um, why don't you move your phone so that was amazing that I was able to experience it um, in that way um, which was new for me um, well, new again. I mean, as um, if you hadn't watched a ton of videos of what. Was but I didn't know. The, I didn't know the order. I didn't know like what was what would happen. The transitions, all no, that. I got you. I would say. No, that I actually would have to agree with you. I there. think that, that the made win cool. of this, the, what I loved about the show was definitely, and we've talked about this throughout the tour was just the fashions were everything like every show i mean even the last show of the, the tour, last two shows she still changed yeah outfits. like the last week last show of the tour she had three new outfits so like that's amazing which made my insta story even cooler because when i had a different city she had mm-hmm. on different outfits but she was singing the same song i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off Colin. okay um so that was really cool i do have to agree with you right that the chemistry between them two has definitely cha- changed for the better on stage, I feel like on the run one, they were still working through their issues. Um, so it was really cool to see them kind of be so passionate about each other right. um, and and their sets. Uh, I enjoyed Beyonce was on the stage more for Jay Z's sets, which also I think was different than on the run one. Uh, to your point, there definitely was a battle component in on the run on the run one, where it was like she do a song, he do a song, she do two songs, he do two songs. Where this felt like. It was more organic and felt like definitely a, um, they got the chemistry down. Right. Um, overall, I think Seattle was a, was so lit. Um, I don't know if it was lit because I was tipsy or it was lit because it actually was the last night of the tour. It was lit because we were in the Ducey Lounge and not in actual seats and we were able to like actually let loose. I mean, I got my entire That's life. Why. I was whipping my hair back and forth, jumping up and down. Um, bitch got all her life. Sounds like a um, regular <laughs> Thursday night to me. Thursday? I don't do that shit on Thursdays. <laughs> um, but I would have to say that it was really amazing also to be the last two. Oh, shout out to Seattle PD and the fire um, department. Sounds like a fire Because they out that bitch. It's fine. This is real life, man. <laughs> this is real life. Okay, this is real life. Uh, see, bitch, we don't edit. And you know why we don't edit? Because we're shady and want you to feel the shade with us along the way. Um, so I would say, oh, just like I wish you could see Ray's face right now. I would say that um, it was really cool to be in the last two cities of the tour because the energy of both shows were really cool. The mu- like it just was really great. I loved it. I can't wait for Beyonce to go on her own tour. Uh, I told Ray when we exited on the run two that I think I might want to see Beyonce in two cities from here on out. I have to say I do agree that um, I'm waiting for new solo music from yes, Beyonce. Yes. That's gonna be awesome. I can't wait because it really when I awesome. when we were leaving, that's what I felt was just sometimes you feel real you get real valley girl. It was kinda like, okay, awesome. I really want a Beyonce tour and Me not too, a tour where she has to share and the stage are you, with anyone. Are we putting um, pen to the paper and saying we're going to see her in two cities? We are not doing that. Okay. Okay. Anything well, could happen, but we're not, we're not bitch, making any commitments to that. I'm committing. But I'm really sad because Cutesy has been has been one of my favorite um, segments yeah, for a while. Yeah, you made, it, made a fucking name. It was dumb. <laughs> it's not dumb. It's Cutesy. Um, but <laughs> we probably will be replacing um, Cube C with I don't know Kanye's fucking up a lot. So I think we should name it Kanye Mess. 
Kanye Mess, but he changed his name to Ye. Well, I think Kanye is his government, so if we're going to talk about it, it should be his government. Kanye Mess. Uh-huh. <laughs> or Wake Up, Mr. West. Mm, we'll, we'll noodle on that. And Keeping we'll, up with the, We keep, won't you serve it we'll al dente. Noodle, we'll noodle on it? We're not going to serve it al dente. Is we're that gonna like make a sure saying? What does that mean? Noodle on it? Like, you think about it. Your head's a noodle, and you're I like... I don't know. Mm. It sounds like it could mean several different things that are not pleasant. I don't know. Well, rest in peace to Keeping Up with the Carters. Oh, keeping Up with Yay. We'll talk about it. QE. <laughs> uh-uh, bitch. But we're going to move on to our unfiltered, unbothered section. Which, speaking of Kanye Mess, which, oh my God, that's what we had on our notes. <laughs> yes. Kanye Mess. Okay, now I see where you got that from. That's I don't hate that. Okay, bitch, so what you guys say? So, Kanye has been in the news, it seems like, um, several times each week for a while now. He's been in the news. We reported last last episode... It was every day for two weeks. Now it's every day for three. <laughs> so, you know, he was on SNL and there was all of that. Um, yeah, we talked about the last episode. But this week, mess. apparently, he's deleted his Instagram and There's no Twitter. apparent. It's, it's deleted. Again. So this is not the first time that this has happened. No. But TMZ is reporting that his absence is likely um, due to him wanting to focus on finishing that album and going to Africa. Um, but this was noticed around 4 p.m. Eastern time on October 6th. Mm-hmm. And that same day, he you was spotted. Give us the receipts. He was spotted in Chicago with Chance the Rapper as they spent time um, with... Um, it says their son or daughter, which oh, respectively. So all their kids were there at the sugar factory. Why have we never been to the sugar factory? We don't want, one first here. of all, it's too much sugar, and I ain't here for the factory. Okay, <laughs> they need a chocolate factory. Mm, Ooh, I got mm, one at home, oh, right here in Seattle. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but he also deleted his social media accounts in May 2017. Um, but we'll see. What How happens? long this last? Well, yeah, he'll, he'll be back. Say. He'll be back. So I think he needs time. I feel like what's happened when you're a men- when you have a, I, I think. He, well, let me back up. He's bipolar. We've discussed that, and I think that with his mental state, I feel like he feels even more pressure, um, with the fame and with like his music and with all of that. So I feel like he, like SNL was just an example of that breakdown moment. I think I don't think he needs to be on social media. I think he is um, not in a in a space in his life where social media will do good for him. Unlike his wife, who likes to post pictures of Chanel eye covers on over her, her titties and her vagine. And it's too small. It's too it's too much. Um, I hope North sees that and know and puts it above her bed <laughs> and every night prays that she's not a hoe like you. Oh no! Um, but then I have to say. Uh, and I'm not slut shaming. I'm just saying that anyone that puts their vagine on Instagram, it's like trying to put a coconut in a slingshot. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's too big. <laughs> so I read a few things on Twitter, and someone was saying that there's nothing more maddening than debating with someone who doesn't know history and doesn't read books. Um, and I feel as though that might have came from actually a, a retweet from Lana Del Rey. Um, and her shadiness on his Instagram, but it was good. She went in let, and let have it. Um, but he also, did you read right that he's rumored to be meeting with Mr. Donald Trump? Yes, but that's later. 
So the second part of this particular, uh, um, <laughs> I didn't know. Story. I didn't know there was turns. <laughs> is that Pete Davidson of SNL fame mm. had a pretty epic the takedown. one that's dating um, Ariana um, Anorme. Yeah, so he had a pretty epic takedown. <laughs> so we talked about Kanye and his fuckery from SNL. I think we talked about that on la- last episode. Yeah, and like where when he got said, up there. Yeah, so like one of his quotes was like, "Black men in America are supposed to keep um, what you're feeling inside, right?" All those Democrats, you know, it's like their plan. They did us. Take the fathers out of their home and promote welfare. Oh, my God. Remember that? That is a Democrat. First of all, that's not how the fathers got taken. How how a lot of the fathers got taken out of the home. But apparently. It was actually the war on drugs in the 80s, which which is why last week I was so fucking irritated with him. Because I'm like, please, like, like, look, like, Google, Google, Google is awesome i mean you know his wife gets google alerts so she's aware of what google is and that's so funny like for you to say it like it's maddening to try to have a conversation or a debate with someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about but pete davidson's takedown was actually pretty funny and i'm not really a fan of pete davidson's humor no, he looks like he needs to eat i mean we talked about how he has a disease Okay. I mean, I can still say what he looks like. I mean, you can, but he has disease. And that blonde hair is not flattering. It's not. That's true. Um, but he essentially um, talked about Kanye kind of at length during the, I think it was Weekend Update. It was. Um, and the most telling parts for me were dealing with Kanye's mental illness. Because Pete also is bipolar. Right. He also has mental illness. And I mean, I I hadn't heard that, but that was my first time realizing that he also um, has mental issues yeah. on the show when he said it. But a couple of the quotes that he said that I was just like, oh, my gosh. Um he was like regarding Kanye because you know Kanye's I believe Kanye said that he feels like he's his authentic self because he's not medicated and Davidson said um, take him there's no shame in the medicine game and he also said being mentally ill is no excuse to act like a jackass it's true bitch which I was like okay that's a pretty succinct way to say what we're all thinking because even though we may you know feel for Kanye we realize that he's going through something that he has issues it's like sir you're in a position where you really could be doing better than you're doing if you did what your doctor told you to do i just feel like i mean i just question i have lots of questions for kim because you know when you're when you grow up and you're a kid well you know the rumor is that she wants to divorce him yes so you know that like when you grow up and you're a kid and your parents are like eat your um friends from your flintstone vitamins every morning because you need them vitamins she should be doing that shit with his mental, um, with his medicine for his bipolar. Every morning she sees him. Kanye, make sure you have your vegetables and make sure you have your fr- um Fred Flintstone vitamins. He is a grown ass man, not a child. <laughs> well, the way he acts with these temper tantrums <laughs> on Instagram, I mean and that's Twitter, a good point. That's a like good point. he is a child. He he's, and he, he slips into this like juvenile position of He thought. jumped up on a table at some point. I don't know where he was, but I know that they said he jumped up on a table. Kanye. Because he wanted to get people's and attention. like I said earlier, now he's planning on meeting with Donald Trump to talk about prison reform with his wife who thinks just because she let a few people or she go into White House to like campaign for I'm people. like, wait, a few jail. people. It's been a few people. I think she had two people. Or maybe one person she's working on the, the second I guy, think she the might guy. be working on the second. 
just because you did this and now now your husband's like oh let's go talk to my best friend i admire donald and we can meet him and we'll talk about prison reform and then i'll talk about chicago <laughs> is that your kanye impression yeah on it's the pretty mats. awesome on the mats <laughs> um so it just annoys me because i feel as though i don't I don't. I believe. I don't think Kanye understands the damage he's doing. Um, and I. F- well, why, how would he if he's not on his meds? But I also feel like I will not be surprised if in a year, two years, three years, five years, if he continues on this path, um, that we lose him. That would be sad. I, I wouldn't be surprised, and I say that in true honesty because I. I feel like he's in a in a in this spiraling state that if he does not have someone shake him. Um, and guide him. That's what. That's where we're going. One thing I didn't think about until right now is why yes, would Kanye? What Kanye? Why would um, that woman? Why would Kim get you? Get you? Yeah, yeah. Like Mocha to chocolate. your point, as far as like tr- trying to force him to take his medication, I would think the best way for her to force him to take his medication would be: you see these three babies? They have three, right? Yeah, and then that's ledge that you they see these to do three kids. Like you need to be well for them. Like. This is not a game. You have a family. I get that, you know, you're this whatever you are. You know what I think she's probably what she should do? She should sit him down and she should say, We are family. I go, Giant tree. Giant tree. I don't know how that fits into this situation. (laughs) That was a Dream Girls reference for everyone who doesn't know. (laughs) Ever we all got pain. Yes. Well, Kanye mess. <laughs> no, but wait. So people is reporting. Oh, what's people doing? People is people. The magazine, by the way. Uh-huh. That's why I said is and not are. A bitch. Okay. People we is reporting. People is reporting. <laughs> people magazine is reporting uh-huh. that um, what is it? People at, what? That quote that that I'm sorry that Kanye quote loves Donald Trump and talks about him all the time. I feel like now I'm wondering is is Donald Trump bipolar? Fix it, Jesus. That's all I have to say about this situation. Mm. And you know another thing that I was thinking Ooh, with the whole thoughts. the whole thing with um the 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 hat. I'm gonna stop calling it what everyone else calls it because I feel like that gives it a power that it shouldn't have. So I'm retiring. Um, I'll say it one last time. Maga hat. Like let's not make it like it's a thing. I'm gonna call it the red hat. What I feel about the red hat. Is that the red hat is like it's like the new Confederate flag? I was gonna say it's more like the new um, uh, what's it called a hood for the KKK. <laughs> but that's my thought. No, because the hood for 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 the KKK, like there really isn't any debate about that. Like the hood for the KKK is the hood for the KKK. Whereas with the Confederate flag, people can say like, "Oh, it's about history," and you know, I really love America, and you know, these are the reasons why um, I I fly this flag or have this on my car or why I like Confederate statues. You know, so it's a little bit different where I think that it's a veiled. So like it behind it kind of is almost the same thing as the hood, but mm-hmm. on the surface there's this argument that it's in And I have to say though, what's interesting with people that wear the hats, they um the red hat is they we get don't know all anyone emotional. We don't know anyone who wears those hats. I too. know someone. Okay. I don't think you do. Mm. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go there. But I don't but think I you do. do. <laughs> um, I've seen pictures. Okay. Have I seen these pictures? Uh huh. I'll show I you have not. when we get off. I Actually, have not I can't seen... show you because he blocked me. Um. Anyway. Um. Moving on. 
<laughs> the people that wear the hats, if you're wearing the hats, you should be you should be locked and loaded to have some sort of point of view of the why you're wearing the hat to inform the people that aren't wearing the hat why you think it's okay to wear the hat. And if you don't have the balls, the ed- the any form of education or even the thoughts behind in your brain to gather your opinion upon why this is why we need to make America great again. Don't wear the hat. Don't wear the hat. I just want to know wearing the hat is a choice. And as soon as you cry victim, who's the snowflake? Oh, yes, exactly. Because I want to know when when is again like what? What, now, the fifties when white period? when white Christian oh I don't want to go back to the fifties but when white Angela Rye was on I I'm when good she was on, I'm good I don't need to go back to the fifties but Angela Rye was on I think CNN probably CNN because she's always on CNN yeah she, she was, was on there on and she asked one of those Trump pungents whatever they're called <laughs> <laughs> is that the word did you say Trump pungents uh huh <laughs> I, I mean that's that's actually more appropriate okay but it's pundit. Okay, P U N D I T, without a G. You put a G in it. So pungent talk- is an odor. Okay, I was gonna say. She said it to one of those Caucasian people um, wearing the hats. She said to them, um, "When when was America great again?" Because what I'm hearing is the 50s, and she said the only time that the, that time was only good for one type of people: white, cisgendered, straight Christian men. Amen. So if you don't, f- and I'm, listeners, if you Amen. don't, if the person you know wearing a hat, because I know a person wears a hat, and he is a couple of those things, but one thing he is not, he needs to realize. But you know 50s- what? That's a big part of you know a lot of this anger on the right about Kavanaugh is that you know white cisgendered men in America are feeling threatened because it's not just their world anymore. Get over it. and But they feel threatened by that. Well, you're going to feel even more threatened when November 6th happens and the House and the Senate is um, the blue wave, or shall I say the rainbow wave. I hope that that happens. Happens, because the really gays are out. I really and they hope are, people are, are going to come running. out and vote like the, the, the polls are saying they will. I hope we'll y'all registered. Happens. I hope y'all registered. You know who I know is registered? Because I just saw before we came in here. Who? Um, Tracy Ellis Ross. She is oh, I love Tracy Ellis okay, Ross. Okay, she is hosting the American Music Awards tonight. And one of her outfits she wore, um, I'm a voter, was a t-shirt with this gown, the skirt. So she is out there promoting, registering the vote. Bitches is saying, given, I have seen more pictures of the deadlines by state than I ever had. Yes. I feel like people are retweeting, double tapping, posting, screenshotting, making it a lock screen. Bitch. I honestly think the Kavanaugh thing is going to have that effect on the left well, and moderates. Tracy Ellis Ross, she is slaying the game. And she, like I said, she's hosting, but she just was interviewed by Cosmopolitan. And those of you that follow Tracy Ellis Ross, she's in Blackish. She is Diana Ross's daughter. She was on the amazing show Girlfriend. One Girlfriends. of her daughters. Huh? So one of her daughters. Yes. Um, she was on the amazing show Girlfriends. Um, she has amazing hair, like phenomenal hair, beautiful, right? Well, she's forty five and single and has no kids. So there's this stigma when you're a woman, um, and you're of a certain age and you don't have kids and you've never been married. There's a stigma that you basically it's too late for you to have kids. What are you gonna do? Oh my god, what are you living for? Like all these questions that happen uh, surrounding that. So in the article, she. 
she basically is like, I'm a good friend. I'm a solid daughter. She's like, I have, I'm a hard worker. My credit good. My credit is good. I take out the garbage before it gets smelly. I recycle. I want a Golden Globe. I'm good. Yes, notes. She's like, I'm good. She's like, and then she said the one time she wrote down, and this is actually pretty powerful, and I think that people should listen to this statement. She said, I wrote down, my life is mine. And... She said it stopped her in her tracks and brought her to tears because there's this, there's this, there's a difference between making a choice because people want you to make it and making the choice because you think you like you want to. Hello. And she's like, she finds comfort in knowing who she is and being a 45 year old. She's like, you know, I have my tribe of people and I'm, I'm safe with where I'm at. And she said, if I don't get married, I don't have kids. It's fine. But her friends like go to her and be like, oh, it's not too late. You can adopt. You can. And she's like, I'm good. So I love Tracy because I feel like she's real. I feel like she's definitely relatable um, to a lot of women. But this was just kind of a headline and kind of a talking through. What are your thoughts on Tracy? I, I mean, a big. Tracy. I mean, a big part of this story would be you know whether or whether not to subscribe to social norms. Well, yeah. Because that's what we're talking about. It's a social norm. This idea that a woman of a certain age is supposed to be, first of all, first of all, married. (laughs) Then second of all, she's supposed to have kids. And I think that one of the great things about being alive in 2018 is that you can just take a look at those types of social norms and say you know what fuck that i'm not doing it it's true like the two of us we've at least for now and i don't know it could change but for now we've decided that we don't want to have kids and people are always surprised by that and that's and the interesting thing and i guess in a way it's a good thing i guess that you know gay couples who are in a committed relationship or who are married are now expected to subscribe to those same social norms so it's like it's a positive i guess but then it's also like but we still get to make that choice of whether we want to do that or not people are always so surprised when we say that and i'm like i'm good I'm my good. life what did she say my life is mine yes it is like that's powerful it's it? very powerful that's pow- that's a my life is mine that's yeah. four words that i feel like has so much power right and if you really pause the podcast and think about it when someone comes up to you and is like oh girl you shouldn't do this or oh bitch you shouldn't do that you shouldn't pause my life is mine Okay. I definitely ascribe to that because you know the older I get, the more oh, that the I realize. Here you get, <laughs> bitch. No, I've always been shady. It's just I'm more likely as I get older to say those things uh-huh, out loud. You be like I'm giving you the moment <laughs> in the moment feedback. But the older I get, the more I realize that oh, yes. we are. We are, and, it's, and it should have always been this way, but like. Different things work for different people. Everybody does not have to do the same thing. Well, if everybody was doing the same thing, how boring would the world be? be I want to have a Tracy Ellis Ross who was just an auntie. You know what I mean? I don't. And I I feel bad saying just an auntie, but who decides she doesn't want to be a mother? Who she's satisfied with being an auntie? Okay. Which low key, she's auntie to Simpson children. Fifty eleven kids. (laughs) No, to Simpson children. But fifty eleven kids. Jessica Simpson's sister. I know, bitch. Wait, what's her name? Ashley. Ashley. I was never a fan. 
I mean, she lip synced. That's so now. random. Like Ashley Simpson is Diana Ross's daughter-in-law. It happens. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. Mm. <laughs> the Caucasian mess. I mean, they're not all Caucasian. There's some black folks in there. But I half know, black folks. You know, <laughs> bitches is always just messy. But speaking of Caucasian women, <laughs> what? Bet Mi- Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Bet Miller? <laughs> I, that's your notes, bitch. Yes, but you are the one who put this. Uh, it's fine. Bet Midler. <laughs> and wait, so I'll let you start because I don't have the actual quote. She said, "Bitch." She said this. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Did she say "bitch" or was that you? No, that's her. Okay. She no, said, this was, no, that's me. That's you, bitch. <laughs> she said, women are the N-word of the world. Raped, beaten, enslaved, married off, worked like dumb animals, denied education and inheritance, ensuring, enduring the pain and danger of childbirth, childbirth, and in life, in silence, for thousands of years, they are the most disrespected creatures on earth. That's her entire tweet in which she removed. God from bless the 280 Instagram. characters. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. She got she, real angry. She knew better. She knew better though. But then she then she tweeted And she's usually really good on Twitter. That's why then, like this was surprising to but me. But then in her old age, bitch, she must have got the hocus pocus going on in her brain. Okay. That's one of your favorite movies, isn't it? <laughs> yes, bitch. We watched that in, in grade school. Um, I, and my favorite part is when she jumped on the vacuum, and the vacuum was her. Um, you laughing at me? <laughs> we both are. <laughs> but Why? go on, go on. I'm she sorry. jumped in the vacuum. The one from Sister Act. The, no judgment um, here. What's her name? The bigger one from from Sister Act. Oh, Kathina Jimmy. Yeah, she jumped on the vacuum, and then then the um, and then the extension cord was in the air. It was funny. Oh, and Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker was also in it. I guess you had to be there. Or you had to see it. But then, um, speaking of um, Hocus Pocus, like I said, she then tweeted um, that she was tweeting without thinking and her choice of words could have been, um, would be raging to black people and to black women who undoubtedly, who doubtedly suffer both from being a woman and being black. Or wait, who, who first, basically saying like. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're a double uh, minority. She said she's an she's an ally and she stands with you always and she apologizes. Ain't it funny when bitches realize that they're wrong? They apologize. Not everyone does. But I was about to say at least she apologized. I mean, I have a sauce. I have a soft spot for Batman. Not everyone at the table apologizes. <laughs> I have a soft spot for Bet. Midler. Uh-huh. Can I have some more? Thank <laughs> you. Not <Mom>. Bette Miller. <laughs> well, I had a soft spot, too. I mean, she's like a gay icon. And she's... And I said this already, but I'm going to repeat it. She's yeah. really good on Twitter, usually. Okay. Well, apparently, she was really good on Twitter <laughs> with these full of notes. And she's she, a sassy old white lady on Twitter, like Cher. Well, you know who else is a sassy bitch that needs to get a life? Who? Motherfucking Nikki Mirage. Okay. <laughs> Onika Mirage. Nikki um, proceeded to release some new merchandise in, um, in I guess because she can't get a hit on iTunes, she decided to get a hit on um, Etsy.com. Well, <laughs> she decided Etsy. to mm-hmm, okay. She decided to launch new merchandise because she's petty, um, and it is in regards to her conversation or in regard. It's tweeting. The tweets of Cardi B, where when um, the fight at the Harper's Bazaar happened, 
uh, Cardi the B icon on Instagram, Cardi. Mm-hmm. and she like had a whole moment. Cardi B did, and she said that Nicki Minaj has stopped her bag. Well, those three words are on this merchandise. She has it on a backpack. She has it on a T-shirt, a hoodie. Um, I've said the thing, say that Nicki, you can I just tell you something, Onika. Pull up, have a seat right here. Here you go. She's not listening. So I need you to understand this, Nikki. Focus on the music, not and not on what's happening around the music, because you're the same person that complained about the merchandise being sold by Travis Scott because of his tour, and now you're doing those same things. You're pushing out merchandise to promote your tour. So get your life, because the last hit you had was with six nine. Um, tattoos all over his face, um, dusty troll looking boy. You mean etch a sketch? Yes. Yeah, etch a sketch. So, but then, did you read today? Cardi B is on the cover or in, is featured in the W Magazine Art Edition. No. And they interviewed her about the fight with Nikki. Like, this is hot off the press. Like, came out today, bitch. Well, remind you, Cardi B is 25 and Nicki Minaj is 35. Let that settle in for a minute. Oh, shit. I didn't realize um, that. There was a 10 years between them. So Cardi says, for a while now, she's been taking a lot of shots at me. She said, I spoke to her twice before and we came to an understanding. Yet she kept it going. She said, so I had to address it. And then they said, well, why did you choose this fashion event? She said, we're not just regular schmegler. Like, we, I won't see her at the corner store or on the block. She's like, I saw her. I addressed it. And it turned into what it was. It makes me like um, Cardi B more. But I still think Cardi could have handled handled that situation differently. She could have been like, catch me outside, how about that? But she didn't. But I mean, we've talked previously about how multiple female MCs, not just Cardi. So it's not as if Cardi is the only one who's out here, you know, who's promoting this narrative that Nikki is a, the kind of female that wants to be the only one. You know, because we have a list. Yeah, because um Remy's on that list. Uh there Lil was Kim. someone else. Uh there but there was someone else, one of those new people. But I mean, so that being said, I have to say that the backpacks that Nikki uh, is promoting that say Nikki stop my back. That shit is clever. I love when artists are clever with their merch. I love when Beyonce is clever not with her clever. merch. Clever, it is clever. If you're trying to be shady, but it, but it is. But shade can be shade. Usually is clever. I mean, your shade is clever. Shade usually is. But clever. I just feel like it's. I feel like it's insensitive it. considering the top. The, but it's why her she merch. I I don't fault her for I having do. the bag that says Nikki stop my bag. But my question well, is, you know why are there Bag. Why are there seven other items? Do you know what Cardi? You know what Cardi and windbreakers. The but, ultimate. Okay, yeah. The what, ultimate what should, shade would be Cardi is Cardi should get a T-shirt that says "Cardi Stop My Hits." Meow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I was gonna say is okay, that why me. are there seven other items? Because she's press that also say "Nikki Stop My Bag" that aren't fucking bags. <laughs> Like so, you got me with the backpack. She I was like, minimums. "Ooh, that's clever. That's cute." Would you wear but it? now I've lost the contextual like zing mm. because it's on a fucking t-shirt or on a windbreaker, and I'm like, "Who are the barbs who are gonna buy this and walk around with something that They're says skippers, Nikki stuck my back?" Not barbs. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, on a side note, Nikki's merch really looks like it's ready for the trash bin anyway. Like anything that's not that one backpack Fish. that was cute. No. The Fifi shirts and sweatshirts. I'm just like, mm, 
No thanks. I'm good. I'm so good. I'm great. <laughs> but in what? other Young Money news. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I heard about this. Wait, is she a part of Young Money? Yes. Okay, good. I don't know. I was a shot in the dark. Um, Drake and Migos are scheduled to go on tour. Well, they're on tour. Are they on tour? Yeah, they canceled. They already canceled a few dates already. And then they announced these new dates. New dates? These new canceled dates. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there were dates that were postponed. Yeah. Because several times. Because Drake had got (laughs) injured or something. That ended up being canceled. And I'm a little confused by this because I don't know... I don't really know what's happening, and I don't... There's also been no reasons, though. That's why you don't right, know, because exactly. there's been no reasons released. Which is weird, because At first, you it would... was rumored production, but then... Have you seen his stage? No. Production? I haven't seen okay. his stage. Why would I have seen his stage? But go ahead. <laughs> but I, it's just really interesting to me, because Drake is, I mean, pretty much the hottest thing going right now. And the Amigos are pretty hot, too, so I find it hard to believe that it will be because of ticket sales, but... Apparently, no one knows what's going on and why these shows. I don't even think anyone cares. <laughs> I'm sure the people who had tickets care. Get a refund, bitch. <laughs> they are offering refunds for the refund. tickets that have been for the shows that have Get been. Get a canceled. refund. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of refunds, oh, you segues on lock. Uh, and I don't even want to dwell on this because oh. we've talked. We had a whole an episode titled after Cat Williams. Yeah. Um, but he was arrested in Oregon yes. for alleged assault. But go ahead. So he allegedly attacked the driver <laughs> of a town car. Who the fuck is driving around in town cars anymore? Does he get Uber Black? Like Maybe who it was a car does service. that? Maybe. But a town. He car? was going. He was going to his date um, for the Wild and Out tour. Yeah, he was going... Was that at Moda Center? Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, according to the police report, <laughs> he attacked the driver who picked him up in a town car, which I'm really confused about that, but cops say that... But he the, also was, had his dog. He was he traveling did. with his dog. He did. And according to the report, cops um, located Cat Saturday morning One to investigate that incident, and they arrested him. Um, and they also discovered that he had an out-of-state warrant. Mm-hmm. And the warrant was related to the fact that when he was on his way to the Emmys, yes, on whatever, did, whatever day the Emmys happened, he was actually supposed to be in court. He was flying to L.A. In Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So this is why, essentially, he was brought into custody for what, what I think is maybe the 20th time. Because I think yes, he said he has 19. But also, like... You can't have this. This guy can't be in an Uber. He can't be near Salt and Pepper because he'll salt throw him at the wa- the waiter. Remember, he threw him at the waiter. Oh, he you mean like physical? Salt he can't and be on a radio because I thought you meant the rapper. No, bitch. <laughs> he can't be on the radio because he will shade someone about their wig. On, I mean, what can this he man do? He can't go do? to a party because then that woman that he shaded, her husband will pull a gun on him. His cat is forty seven years old. <laughs> Cat needs to if he needs to go somewhere, he wants to be somebody, he better wake up and pay attention. He has so many mugshots. So many. I, like, we, who has that many? That would be shots? a really good installation. He and Marlo from the um, Real Housewives. Because you know Marlo was a, a booster. She was. <laughs> then she had to come up, bitch. She the only boosting she doing now is at the doctor. Yeah, she found her a good good white man to pull her out of that life. Mm, <laughs> I ain't mad at her. Or several white men to pull her out of that life. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because Cat <laughs> is kind of saying that he didn't know about the warrant until he got busted in Oregon. Child, because his team didn't know. 
No, he, no he's saying that his team didn't tell oh, him. Oh, here he go. And that his team chose to send him to the Emmys as opposed to sending him to the courtroom. Well, and my it. thing is, not to be Captain Obvious, but... Um, it's your arrest warrant. Maybe if you stay out of trouble, okay. you wouldn't have to go to court in the first place. Well, Miss Cat Williams, like I said a couple <laughs> episodes back, have a seat. Several. Uh, a whole Out stadium. here amongst the free people. A not whole stadium. Not in the, in the jail. Because there's a difference okay. And he's prison. still in jail. Because you know, you know there's a difference between prison and jail. You know he's still, so he still he's still in, in custody? You know that? No, I didn't. Still to the, at this time, oh. right now, 818 well, on Why did Tuesday, he get out? He is because of the arrest, arrest warrant. He can't make bail? No. Oh, well. Ciao. Well. He'll be fine. Anyway. Indeed. Something that I want to share. Ray and I have started to watch a new show. Which I want to put you on, everybody, because it's new. Only two episodes. We haven't in. talked TV since Pose. No, since Pose. That's yeah. been a while. We need to talk TV more. We do, bitch, because we love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? Um. So there's a new show called A Million Little Things. So if you like, um, um, This Is Us, you'll definitely like this show. It's not as emotional. As this is us, I mean, I cry over everything. So I cried a few times, but Ray has not cried except this last episode. He got a little teary in the eye, but otherwise he didn't because you know he's cold as ice. Um, <laughs> but the show centers around four friends: John, Gary, Rome, and Eddie, who met in a trapped elevator during about a decade ago, and they realized that they all were Boston fans of. I think it's hockey, whatever um, that team is, and they share. They ended up getting. Um, season tickets and going to the games together well on the first episode this is not a spoiler alert it was in the previews <laughs> john kills himself and mm-hmm. he leaves his friends friends and family basically mourning right um, but not just mourning they're scrambling to figure out the why because he was very positive and he smiling something all the time. he constantly says is everything happens for a reason he believes that so a million thing million little things definitely was advertised as this tearjerker um, and it's very dramatic. And I read mixed reviews about the show from like TV analysts and like reviewers. They're saying that it's very dramatic, and there's moments where like John's assistant is screaming and running towards him, and then like the coffee is dropped. It's just like these things that constantly happen that are just very dramatic. And they they were saying that it's time fillers, or not. It doesn't really necessary more than one time. Hmm. But anyway, I definitely I suggest watching it because I feel like it is it's really good. Um, and it's good scripted television. It actually has a really good meaning behind it. Um, I feel like, you know, suicide is definitely a hot topic right now in, in television and in movies. Um, but I think it's a topic that we need to, we need to norm, we need to normalize it. Uh, and I think this show kind of does in a way that some don't not normalize suicide but normalize the, the conversation that, around right it, yes. that people have mental issues yes and that you may not always know when someone has a mental issue so it, that kind of just reinforces this idea that you should just really be checking mm-hmm. up on people that you care about to make sure you know as as best you can because one of the main things on this show is kind of like everyone's wondering why because to your point he was so upbeat and he was always smiling like why didn't he tell us that he was having these issues so i enjoy the show it has its trickly over dramatic moments but overall i still enjoy it and i'm very eager to see how this season is going to unfold and i'm wondering how they're going to make more seasons because this 
kind of feels like a one season and done type show. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that too. But um, another TV show that... Oh, this is new, bitch. <laughs> Jay did not know that I was going to talk about because he doesn't really like it. And it's fine. I don't care because I'm one of the he saids. And I want to talk about it. Is American Horror Story Apocalypse. Okay, so Jay and I both are huge Ryan Murphy fans. Don't touch me. (laughs) We're huge Ryan Murphy fans. So we've watched a lot of Ryan Murphy shows. You watch American Horror Story. You watch American Crime Story. We watched Glee religiously all the way up until the end when it was bad. Um, I love his writing and I just love the concepts behind his we shows. Pose. We watch Pose. Pose is fucking amazing. Okay, what's the sh- call about your show, bitch? But <laughs> so American Horror Story Apocalypse is actually it is a mashup of sorts of two of the best series because they don't call them seasons because it's an anthology series. So it's series one, which was Murder House, and series three, which was Coven. Your fingers is in my face. That's fine. I mean, you should be used to it. So, you know, you put these two seasons together and then add, like, post-apocalyptic, maybe Antichrist. It's just such a good show. I'm super excited. I'm really sad that Jay doesn't like it. But it doesn't really matter. Oh, did you just yawn? Yes, bitch. Okay, <laughs> that's cute, but it's good. And I'd say that if you were a fan of any of the previous seasons, that you will want to make sure you catch up with. The I mean, most I watch it because season. I don't. I'm, not that I don't like it. You watch it. it because I'm watching it. And not that I don't like it. I just haven't like. I haven't drank the Kool Aid. Neither have I. I don't drink Kool Aid. Well, that, my friends, is unfiltered, <laughs> unbothered. I haven't had Kool Aid since I was like sub 10 years old okay so mm, well maybe that. maybe when i was a teenager i might have had some so now we're gonna move into shop oh my god repeat. so wait did you drink kool-aid when you were little yes did your mom put like lemon in it like like fresh lemon no mine did like you would cut up the lemon and you put it okay in it to counterbalance um, all the sugar that was going okay, into thank it thank you matt for the reenactment <laughs> of what just happened because if you were out there basically if you've ever watched martin and shanae with the head roll that's what happened with correct <laughs> <laughs> that was your government. I apologize. You've done that several times in the past few weeks. I mean, alcohol. at this point. So shuffle and Is repeat. it the alcohol? Because I drank more than you, and I haven't said your government. Okay. Well, <laughs> shuffle and repeat, bitch. What's going on? Uh, so. Music. There's someone from all of our past. Well, not all of us, but those of us who like R&B music from our past. You should let me love you. Who has released an album. See, even Matt knows it. Look and at that. shockingly, it I sound is just like the album that none of us knew we needed. Mario. Yes, the one with the nostrils. Like, Ooh. it literally looks like you could put, like... A can. You could do like the Spock, that thing with the V, and just put like all four of those fingers like straight into his brain. That's rude. <laughs> but <laughs> that was a visual. His album is really fucking good. So I listened to it because I was like, okay, it's new music, you know, Friday. And I listened to like a lot of new music every single notes. week. And his album is called Dancing Shadows. Again, it's Mario, yes, of Let Me Love You Fame. And this album is, in my opinion, amazing. I say if you are or have ever been into R&B music, you need to give this a stream. Bitch, I give it a stream. I'm not there yet. 
It is so good. I don't know. I think he might be independent, but the production is so slick. This is like what I was expecting from Neo's last album, but I didn't get. Well, the guy, Jake Goslin, is an English music producer, and he worked, um, he did a lot of the writing and production. Is he and I don't know, but he, his last work, he was on Ed Sheeran's um, Plus and Multiply album. Okay. So he's loaded, locked and loaded. He mm. also was. Maroon, what's it called? What's it called? The One Direction. Uh, so he's been doing like a lot of Caucasian music that's like R and B influence. Ah, um, and now he's got someone actually black who uh, he's working with who's making R and B music, mm-hmm. and that explains why the production is so slick. It is so good. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Drowning. I think was the single because I'm pretty sure I heard that before the album came out. It's so good. Dancing Shadows, which is the title track, is amazing. I again, this this is up there with because we reviewed Nyla last week, which was Marsha Ambrosius's uh-huh. um, new album. And I mean, for me, like these two albums, like for them to be released like in successive weeks, I'm like, damn. Like, where was this earlier in the year? When it was still Grammy time. Wait, did Nyla make her Grammy cut off? Yeah. Okay, good. I don't know if she'll be nominated, though, because uh, the competition is so steep. Yeah. And, I mean, it's fine if you're not feeling it, but I love it. That's good, because at least somebody's streaming it. <laughs> um, well, we also reviewed Mariah Carey's latest single, Get the Fuck Out. Uh, well, she decided or GTFO. She decided that it was time to release another single. Because I think she's going to release singles week, uh, like week over week. Like I don't know. Every, every I, I weeks hope Didi so. is right. Didi said it. He's like, can we get an album? I'm tired of these motherfucking singles. <laughs> um, Mariah song, is Mariah. She's going to put an album out. But the song is called um, "With You." Um, the song. Yeah, that's her song. It's okay, called "With You." Yeah. Um, and DJ Mustard um, produced it. So if you know who DJ Mustard is, he is a musical producer. He also, uh, his last R&B hit was Boot Up um, with Yuck. LMA, who we'll get to in a minute. The fucking um, song. I so hate that song. The song is airy. And I just, not I, the whole song. Well, no, uh, I'm sorry. Go on. I want to decide. I want to share what I think has happened to Mariah Carey. Uh-oh. Um. So if we rewind back, bend down the hatches, bitches. If we rewind back to prior to glitter coming out, was that charm bracelet? Um, that charm bracelet was album. after glitter. What's the album before that? Rainbow. Rainbow was before glitter. Okay, so Rainbow came out, and her voice was already kind of like really airy. But then here's my what I think happened is we all know that infamous TRL pushing out the um, ice cream car, ice cream car and a T-shirt and popsicles. Pop, pop, pop I remember popsicles. Um, yes. Well, sh- I believe that she had a node node as it was called. Okay. On her throat, on her vocal cords. But maybe rather. not a node, just an issue. An issue with her vocal cords, and they told yeah. her that her voice would never be the same, and that she should stop singing. So I think it caused her to, and then that working hand in hand with glitter being a bomb, even though it was bomb bomb diggity good, <laughs> um, being just it a, was a bomb good, but then it was also a bomb bad. Yeah, and I think that that just turned her into this, and she's come out as bipolar, so um, thankfully she's on her meds. Um, but she, I think that that caused her to like her voice just change. And if you listen to the music after that, her voice has definitely changed. And I share all that to say that this song is just another reflection of 
her trying to do the most but not have the voice that she used to have i agree with you to a certain extent because the first thing that i noticed was that the um i don't even know if it was a chorus or the pre-chorus i think it's the actual chorus when she says with you when she uses that lyric that it is super airy and it it's almost off-putting, even for me, and I'm a huge Mariah. Like I, I am the biggest Mariah Carey fan that I know. Like, like seriously, because in 1990 when this bitch came out, I was 10 years old, and I was like, "Who is this woman? She's singing Vision of Love, and she you has right a biracial nose, and I love every minute of it." And, and I was singing, singing all the high notes except for the whistle tone part because people should not be singing like that. You saying that now? Which I agree with you, where I think that that something did happen around that time because she had like a full mental break at that time. She said, "Break, now, break down." To your point, I'm sure she's probably she probably would say that that's when she found out she was bipolar but i feel like something definitely happened with her voice at that time as well because actually her voice started changing we were listening to butterfly uh-huh. and when we listened to butterfly her voice was already getting this kind oh, of airy like whistly rasp and i think that she essentially really just kind of fucked her voice up Ooh, doing the aggressive. whistle tone and i think that you know when Sometimes she f- you're like very aggressive with your words that's fine when she not when we're alone just on the pod um <laughs> are you are you agreeing I mean, or are you Matt being, hears you when the, are you when being the shady? mic's not on. Or are you so. being shady? <laughs> you, you're like, diction is done with the tip of the tongue and the teeth. <laughs> is that My Fair Lady? Or did I just when I was up? in musicals. That sounds like something from My Fair Lady. Diction okay, is fine. done with the tip of the it's tongue fine. and the teeth. <laughs> but I, so overall, I like with you because I, I, I like the overall vocal arrangement but the chorus is a little bit much for me Mariah we love you but we're, I, I like get the ad- bug out Mariah more. I adore you just in so, case you're wondering oh sidebar did I you see that Janet Jackson wondering. was nominated for again um, for like the third or fourth year in a row yes I hope she gets it Let's, we'll Shaka see. Khan also was nominated she for the might. Hollywood for the Rock and Roll Hall, Hall of Fame. Janet might get it this time. We'll I see. hope so, bitch. I'm She's been doing in. a lot. <laughs> She's bitch. been in the public eye. Well, bitch, you know who also has been in the public eye? LMA. <laughs> Buddha. So DJ okay. Mustard, as I mentioned, he produced LMA that is gonna be like a, a memory, a distant memory in a few I years. Don't know. But okay, well, go on. Um, fun fact Boot Up actually was released in 2016 yeah you liked her EP uh, I did I, I liked did the not. song when it was before and then she released Naked and no one thought about Naked and then Boot Up climbed the charts well DJ Naked's Mustard Naked's better than Boot Up DJ Mustard actually said in August of 2018 to Billboard that he signed her and he said the plan was to make three EPs and see if any of the songs caught up enough public attention and then make an album well, he said they made one EP, boot up, caught the the um, the success that they thought they wanted. So basically, their plan changed. He says like this project is like having a baby. He's like, you know, I'm pressing it. Um, he's like, I'm really putting a lot of my work into it. I'm really excited for her right now. She's like a baby sister. Well, she released a song with um, Chris Brown. Uh, it's called What You Calling It? Oh, what you sweet call it? baby Jesus! I just undid my belt buckle and it just feels so good. <laughs> I told you guys, six hundred pound life. I'm on, I'm on my way. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure the song is called What You Call It. Like, we can go right to like the candy bar. Sweatpants, bitch. <laughs> That's what I need from now on to record because it's fine. Go on. Well, I what you call it? What do you think? What you call it? Okay. What I'm gonna tell you what I think about it is I feel as though 
that the song feels dated. Uh, I feel like it doesn't feel new. Um, I'm still not over 2018 or 2008, 2009. With how you gonna eat more? Talk about you can't get in. Oh, can I have? One? <laughs> um, how you gonna eat more? Can I have some? But no, what I'm gonna say is, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> I feel as though I'm not over 2008, 2009 with Chris Brown and him beating Rihanna. So I don't want to hear none of his music. Um, so I'm good. <laughs> That's what I thought about the song. <laughs> what you think? <laughs> you bet. You put the <laughs> you put the whole cookie in your mouth. I did. <laughs> Bitch, was I not supposed to bite? Was I not supposed to put the whole thing you in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that song. <laughs> okay, because it's about cheating. I don't like it. Okay, well, I don't like it either. From that, <laughs> did you listen to the lyrics? Uh-huh, I have the lyrics pulled up. It said, "Oh no, I don't." <laughs> it um, was something to the effect of, "I have a, I have a," to her saying, "I have a boyfriend," and him saying, "I have a girlfriend," but it's not. It wouldn't be as much as much fun if we were single. And I was like, "Oh, this isn't for me. This is for children. This is like wow. tricks. It's for kids." We're gonna skip over the next one because what was the next one? Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, so the next two artists, we oh actually my God. Um, wait. Anderson Pack, we're skipping that. <coughs> Yeah, tense. That song sucks. Savannah um, Ray, I like. So the next two artists, we actually saw Jesse Reyes, who we we found out about many episodes ago in New York last November. So wait, so just so I'm clear, we're skipping Anderson Pack's tense, even though yeah. we're not because I just said it. And then we're doing and we're Savannah skipping Ray. Maxwell's shame. Uh-huh. We're skipping them, and we're doing Savannah uh-huh. and Jesse because we're yes, seeing ma'am. them next week. So okay, next that makes week, sense. We're seeing them. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Savannah Ray opened for Jesse Reyes. Um, when we saw them in New York. Um, but she released a new single. It's called Best Has Yet to Come. And all I have to say is I'm going to tell you why I like her. Is I like her because she's young. She's cool. She's she's a relatable. She's she has, brown. She's from Toronto. Melanin poppin'. She just got married. And she did a whole um, photo shoot that was like prom style. Yeah, It was hilarious. Um, she has two songs out right now called Impressed and <laughs> Call Em Out, bitch. It's everything. She's friends with Jesse Reyes. But... Why I like this song is, let me just tell you the first line. I be out here eating kale and shit, trying to balance out the scale and shit. Oh. You do like me thick, and I like that shit. Well, that's real life. Me too, bitch. (laughs) I be eating vegetables and kale and drinking lots of water. I aspire to do those things, and then I don't do those. Then you things. have put a whole cookie in your mouth, and I do a Lorna Dune, just oh. in case anyone's wondering. We don't have promotion for first them lady yet. I've had in my mouth in quite some time. Oh, but well. don't. <laughs> so the the next song is Jesse Reyes. Um, she featuring JRM or is, is it Germ? Is I don't know what that is. Know. He sounds good though. The song is called Imported. So Jesse Reyes is releasing an EP. She's been doing the same thing as Mariah though. She's releasing yeah, a she's, song a but week. But she's actually has already given us the date for her her. Oh, EP. did she? Okay. Yeah, I think it's happened like next week. It's another um, EP. It's not an album. Yes, yeah, so we discussed that. So she did a song figures. It's it's two figures. Um, figures is the shit. Two time platinum, so it's yes. very successful. Kiddo is the first EP. Um, we we reviewed Body Count with um the remix. The remix with Normani. The original version is also good. But this her EP comes out later this year, as I mentioned. We're going as Ray said. 
We are going to see her next Monday, so we will let you know how it is next podcast. Um, she also has recently had writing credits for um, Calvin Harris. We reviewed the song, Sam Smith's song with Promises. Him, Promises. She also has one with the other white girl, Dua Lupa, whatever it's called. That's not like a disease. Oh, um, it does. Well, she co-wrote that, so... It's cute. It's definitely like a, a like a moment for I her. I like imported. Imported is good. I feel like she is like this like undergirl, like this um, what is it called? I don't Under, know. I don't, underdog. Underdog. Like where I don't think everyone knows her. I think she's still, even though she's styling out shows, they're in smaller venues. I think she's yeah. just like still no. She's definitely up. not like you know. She's like BB Borelli, but better. Um, oh, so. oh my! Get out of my head. So find the her girl. Because she has that same like sassy thing going on that BB Borelli has. The potty mouth. The like I am like such a feminist that like you don't even know. Um, But yeah, it's it's also different. I mean, I like it. It's so good. I love it. And that, my friends, is shuffle and repeat. So put that (laughs) on your playlist and repeat it. You know, you don't have to like say that the segment's over. Well, let's go into what happened. It's been enough episodes now. That we don't what have to. happened was <laughs> what happened oh yeah it's me bitch <laughs> so taylor swift came out recently as not being a complete asshole but actually using her platform for positive um who would have thunk that i act no we don't need any more you're driving um that's fine so who would have thunk that um we'd be team taylor um all these years and not be pro kanye um, so Oh. That's the second time you've done that. So <laughs> I don't remember the okay. first time. <laughs> so Taylor Swift came out on her Instagram discussing um voter registration and who she was voting for. So to give you kind of the Cliff Notes version, she said that in the past she's been reluctant. Reluctant? Reluctant or reluctantly? What you trying to say? To go to bed. <laughs> She's been look, cautious about how much time she um, has brought her public opinion on politics out. She believes that you know she believes in the fight for LGBT, LGBTQ rights and that in any form of discri- discrimination based on um, someone's gender or their race is wrong. Um, she says she cannot vote for someone who will not be willing to fight for the dignity for all Americans. Her voting, um, she's voting for a Democrat in both the House and the Senate in Tennessee, which, bitch, you in Tennessee, like, you from Pennsylvania, but okay. <laughs> um, but you probably it's live It's not about Tennessee. where she's from, it's where she resides. So what I love about her, she's out here using her platform telling bitches to educate themselves on the candidate they're running for in their state, they're voting for in their state based on what closely represents their values. We've been saying that for 50, 11 years. Um, phone down, bitch. Um, I am pulling up because I wanted to see like who the candidate is that she was like going against. Oh, I have. Oh, I don't know. You didn't say the name. Oh, wait, I have it here. Okay, you um, should say the names. Running for Senate in the House of Tennessee is a woman named Marsha Blackburn. Yes, that's the bitch. She's a she's, she's a bit, she's a bigot. Um, she's gonna vote for Phil Bredesen for Senate and Jim yes. Cooper for House of Representatives. Bitch, I have my receipt. Okay, well, but you weren't gonna <laughs> say it. Yes, ma'am. You be leaving out the deets. Well. From your the one receipts. thing I can say is that she's finally using her platform for positive. Because, um, you know, she has been historically known for being petty with Katy Perry. Um, and talk about bad blood and shit. <laughs> so here she is 
using her platform for positive, and you know the Caucasian girl, white girls, the white Caucasian girls are in the club right now, two stepping to bad blood. So they probably follow her on Instagram. What club she, is that? Um, it's called Vanilla Ice Cream. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you actually have the most updated um numbers, but it definitely has um grown since I saw this research. So what what's the the update so, on the voter registration search? Yeah. So um. And it's so interesting. This is really... <laughs> At first, I didn't know what to think of this. But then when I started to read more about it, I was like, okay, this bitch is really trying to make me have positive thoughts about her. Even though if I could, I probably would have a voodoo doll Not a voodoo <laughs> of Taylor <doll>. Swift. <laughs> but now I'm rethinking that whole strategy of like having a Taylor Swift voodoo doll. Um, because more than 166,000 people... Across the U.S. submitted new registrations on Vote.org between Sunday, which is when she posted on her Instagram to her. I think she has a hundred and I don't even know how many million followers on Instagram. Um, 112, maybe 112 million. Um, and noon on Tuesday, which was yesterday, um, 10, 9. So the interesting thing about that is that 42 percent of those registrants fell between the ages of 18 and 24. Mm. And this is within 48 hours of her post. So even though I think that there are various reasons why people are clamoring to register right now, you know, a lot of different states are having their deadline. You see a lot of posts about this on social media. I think people are really just mobilizing. Um, you know, of course, there's the Kavanaugh effect. But for comparison, 405,000 people registered in October of 2016 that whole month. Mm. And with that particular stat, only 22% of people in that group mm-hmm. were 18 to 24 back in 2016. Wow. So I think we're we're seeing something that's unique. It'll well, be I mean, very interesting to see what those numbers look bitch, like it, at the no, end of the month. See, that's what I'm saying. It's just because just you got a passport don't mean you use it. So... That's what I'm saying. You can register. Oh, to vote, that's true too. But doesn't mean I you actually want to exercise. I wasn't even thinking about that. That's so, very true. People can register, register and then sit their asses at home or have to be at work and work their shift at whatever job they work at the McDonald's and not come out to actually vote. But I mean, I think that this is promising. I think that people are actually mobilizing, and you know that 18 to 24 age group would suggest that this is some type of a. I'm going to call it the TS effect. For Taylor Swift. I'm going to swift my ass out of that company. And how crazy is it that Ye and Tay-Tay, again, find themselves on opposite ends of the pop culture spectrum oh, in 2018? Girl, I already said that. <laughs> you absolutely did not say that. <laughs> I don't like Taylor Swift still, though. But that's cute that you think you said that. I still don't like her. <laughs> but that's my opinion. I mean, people, please get out there and vote. Please, we cannot say it enough. Like, what's today? And I'm not gonna lie and say it doesn't matter who you vote for. You need to get out there and you need to vote for people who are not assholes. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. That's in my opinion. So, lastly, our last topic. Uh, It seems like we've been talking forever. It's definitely been a long time. And why are you screaming? But okay. I mean, didn't we say that I'm more animated at the end than I am at the beginning? I mean, I could talk like Janet Jackson if you want. Give me that. Okay. Don't be a shady bitch. So, Kavanaugh. We, I don't think we really, like, 
because I, it's, I we just, didn't talk I, specifically I, I about Kavanaugh. Like, I, don't, I just don't even want in the weeks of like all the, the the fuckery and the bullshit that was happening in DC. Um, but I feel like we need to take a moment because I think some folks who are either too privileged or blinded by partisanship are having a tough time empathizing with those of us who vehement, vehemently are you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that's lots of syllables vehemently opposed Kavanaugh's appointment to the Supreme Court of the United States of America so here are a few reasons that I think may bring it into a clearer view for people who can't necessarily relate Okay. so there's Roe versus Wade which legalized abortion rights in the US that could be overturned Mm-hmm. There's the ACA, which is the Affordable Care Act, or as people like to call it, Obamacare, which could be gutted further than it already has or overturned. This has helped a lot of people. This has helped millions, tens of millions of Americans mm, tell them. get insurance who otherwise would not have it. There's also a case that's involving trans rights that will likely make its way to this highest court. They call the Supreme Court the highest court in the land. And how do you think that will go Ooh, with Mr. Kavanaugh being this right-wing person and him being the quote-unquote swing vote? There's no such thing as a swing vote anymore. So, I mean, what I would say would be, you know, there are lots of reasons beyond um, Dr. Blasey Ford, beyond the allegations, beyond Kavanaugh coming onto TV and essentially yelling at all of us because he deserved to be on the Supreme Court. Even though if he hadn't been appointed to the Supreme Court, he would have gone back to his other job, which is mm-hmm. actually still a lifetime appointment on a lower court. Mm-hmm. Talk about privilege. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, you know, uh, I don't watch The Handmaid's Tale. But I know enough about it to say, you white ladies who can't seem to relate to the rest of us, Uh I hope you enjoy wearing your red cloak. Oh, you know what? That's too much. We're on our our way. This is where we're on our way to. Well, (laughs) I just want to say this before I exit stage left, because this topic, I I feel like every day I come home, CNN's on, and I feel like- Are you blaming me for this? I feel like I've talked Are you blaming me for the fact that you're informed about what's going on in the world? What I have to say is, we're going to keep saying this until after November 6th. Register to vote, vote, and vote- with your brothers and sisters in mind don't vote just for you don't vote like because you're voting with how you feel think about the people around you and what your vote how what impacts your vote will have um i think that we as america just need to do better and i feel like his appointment into the this this job basically and he had a horrible interview, but still got the job is privilege in itself. Uh, hello. Um, and the fact that we are sitting home in America and we are getting up every day and we are working hard and we are paying our bills. Um, we need to make sure that our votes, you understand that all of your votes matter. Whether you are here in Seattle, whether you're in Texas, whether you're in Tennessee or whether you're in Wisconsin, New York, Maine, Florida, Georgia, wherever you're at. Your vote matters, and your vote matters specifically locally, but also nationally. So get out and vote because we don't need more of these fucking privileged people on any, any, any role in government that has lifetime appoint like a lifetime job basically expectation. 
bitches is old in the Supreme Court, so we need to be mindful about who we vote for because guess what? God forbid, knock on wood, panties, and trees. Anyone dies, pass away, or wants to retire. Did you because, say panties and trees? Yes, all of it. I don't know what that means. So, vote, bitch. <laughs> and even though I was being hyperbolic when I said that, you know, bitches will be wearing cloaks. I, I, I think that we are getting to a point, and actually not even getting to a point, we're already at a point where this particular administration has eroded the norms in this country to a point where people are so blasé to the next huge scandal or debacle that happens. It's just like, oh, so Trump avoided $500 million, half a billion dollars in taxes, and he's the president of the United States. Oh, uh, I mean, okay. he's smart. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we need to cling to the norms that we have in this so-called enlightened society. And appointing an alleged rapist to the Supreme Court just is ridiculous to me because there are so many other people who they could have brought forward and just said, okay, you know what, Brett? We don't know if that happened or not, but just the idea that it happened and also your reaction to someone saying that it happened is enough for you and to be And shame on any woman in, in the government that voted for him. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> so that, my friends. I mean, that goes along with my red cloak comment. But <laughs> what had happened was, okay, bitch. What is your happy ending? No, I want you because you don't ever have. Let's lift the people. Have. No, I asked you to say your happy ending. Okay. So let's hear it. So I was. We were at the concert on Saturday, and Jesse uh-huh. J said a word, bitch. <laughs> so I put it right in my phone, and she said, "We spend so much time planting seeds, we forget." The ones that we already that are already blossoming. That's a word when you think about it. We're so busy trying to be something, do something, get something, be somewhere, be seen, be heard, all the stuff that we forget to turn around and be like, Oh shit, I have blessings behind me that I'm just ignoring. So I hope that that you hear that, you receive that, and you live that because I for one need to remind myself constantly. Amen. Um, and here I am, turning around, and I'm the gardener. Oh, Lord. Anyway, so I would say that, um, yeah, that's like stop and smell the roses. Like, don't be so consumed oh, and yes. preoccupied with everything else. Like, take the time. Oh, my gosh. Is that the... Um, I can't. Oh, I'm getting distracted. <laughs> By shiny objects in the room. But so what's your I, happy ending? So, I had a happy ending that I just came up with, but I don't know if That's I want to do... I don't want to do... I don't know if I want to do this one or if I want to do the one... I maybe don't have time for you to think about. Just say it. So, um, I'm going to actually do the one from a TV show that we were watching. Okay. And um, was it Black Love that we were watching? Black Love on OWN. Yes. And someone, I don't even remember who it was. They said, um, so, oh, I think it was a guy from This Is Us. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and it, it clearly, you can tell this came out of a therapy session. But um, he said, um, sometimes you're the gardener. In relationships. Yes, in relationships. And this is not just... In romantic relationships, I'd say this can be applied to 
all relationships, okay. all interpersonal okay. relationships. Sometimes you're the gardener and sometimes you're the flower. And I would take that one step further and say, make sure you sit in whatever role you're playing at any given time, whether you mm-hmm. are the flower or the gardener. Because sometimes... It's your time to bloom, and sometimes it is your time to cultivate or nurture someone Ooh, else. Yes. And that you Bitch, need I'm the gardener. You need to be able to tell the difference between bitch, the two. You a gardener. I was bitch. a gar- I was a gardener for so long, bitch. Ain't that true. And look at you now. You are just like a beautiful Ooh, garden. Bitch, I'm a cactus. Oh, you're I mean you're getting there. A cactus, that's more uh-huh. accurate. You're a little prickly. All right, well, that's our happy endings. <laughs> um, but before we exit stage left, since we've been on your in your ears and in your car and uh, with you at work for over an hour and a half, um, I want to say a few things. So, one for one is follow us on SoundCloud. Um, we love friends. Um, but also, if you have iTunes, which we know some of you bitches out there listening on iTunes, we don't ju- judge if you have an iPhone 6 or iPhone 10. Um, but what we do judge is if you have not made a review or a star rating on our podcast, we really like listening? star ratings and reviews. <laughs> uh, we will judge you, and we are that we will are, help us get on Spotify one day. I know the more reviews, that's why the more reviews we have, and the more the more subscribers we yes. have, the more bitches we get to listen to us. And then when we go on tour and we're in your backyard and you're like, "Yes, ma'am, yes," then that's because of that. Oh, tour, lofty goals, uh-huh, bitch. Reach. But also be sure to follow us on Twitter. What is it? He said. He said. Pod. And also, oh, we got all of it. You should follow us on Spotify. And oh, he yeah, said. Yeah, he yeah, said. Yeah. Pod. So I really need to go on there and like uh, update the content, but but hey, girl, we've been better with the Twitter content. We have, but you know what, guys, this has been this is always. Oh, we didn't talk about Lil Wayne, which we should have. Fine, but this is always. He had like a record week, two songs in the top five. Because we said we would give us stats last week. I remember this. Okay, well, what I want to say is we look forward to this every week. It's very therapeutic. Twenty-two songs in a hot one hundred. Um, and I'm going home and getting right my my fat ass right in the bed because I'm tired as fuck. Okay. Well, (laughs) thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Bye, Felicia. And we will um talk to you next week. That was really awkward. What was awkward? We will. Because I'm like, we won't see you. <laughs> <laughs>